Welcome to The Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. Today, we will be covering minute number 82, which goes from 1 hour 21 to 1 hour 21 59. And this is probably one of the signature minutes of the film. Uh, Mark has just lied about staring at the beautiful women that are standing around just in Timberlake. And this causes, this causes Sean Parker to tell a story, uh, a very specific story about a very specific person. Um, and a poor business decision that they made and how he ended up um, jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge uh, when all he wanted to do was buy his wife a pair of thigh highs. Um, uh, we're still in the club and joining me to talk about today is Robert Black. Hello, Robert. Hello again. Yeah, so I would say if people know things about this film, they know the smash cut a billion dollars. Um, you know, they know the, you know, let's sue him in... <laughs> in in, in court um you know they know the the screams of mark from eduardo um <laughs> uh, you know that's probably one of the, the kind of more well-known and then you know the whole kind of like did we steal the facebook like those kind of things and if you you know obviously that's all the stuff that's in the trailer but if you you know if you know the film then the story of roy raymond is probably <laughs> one of the more well-known parts of the film um you know it's kind it's kind of funny because you know, uh, we have kind of um, Sean uh, kind of, you know, after Mark is distracted, he says, you know, I asked what your plan is for the summer. And he's like 100 schools. Um, and then Brianna, you know, beautiful num- woman, number one, goes to the restroom. Um, and then she's joined by Kelsey, beautiful woman, number two. And this is where Mark says, your date looks so familiar. And of course, Sean, I, I love the reply of she looks familiar to a lot of people. Um, and <laughs> of course, uh, this is where Mark asks, what do you mean? And then Sean goes on what is, I mean, it is literally like a, it's a solid like 30 seconds of a story um, yelled over the top of dance music uh, where he says uh, a Stanford MBA named Roy Raymond wants to buy his wife some lingerie, but he's too embarrassed to shop for it in department store. He comes up with an idea for a high end place that doesn't make you feel like a pervert. He gets a $40,000 bank loan and borrows another 40000 from his in-laws, opens a store, calls it Victoria's Secret. He makes half a million dollars his first year. Uh, he starts a catalog, opens three more stores, and after five years, he sells to a company. Sorry, the company to Leslie Wexler and the Limited for four million dollars. Happy ending, right? Except two years later, the company's worth five hundred million dollars, and Roy Raymond jumps off the Golden Gate Bridge. And Sean Parker's a liar. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Poor guy just wanted to buy his wife a pair of thigh highs," you know. And that's the, that's the end of this minute, like just that full kind of story. Yeah, he gets that nice story. I mean, it's kind of true, but n- sort of not true. Like the uh, the, the the forty thousand is correct. He borrowed forty thousand <laughs> from his in laws. Um, you know, and he, like, he, he kind of, the company was, ma- ma- did make half a million in its first year. Uh-huh. And obviously he started a mail order catalog and opened three more stores. That was like the start of it. And that's kind of the part of the story that obviously yeah. is well known. Um, but then he gets one part like actually wrong. Yeah. The, the while he was making 6 million a year at that point, he sold the company for only 1 million, not 4 million. I had to double check if it was Timberlake saying the line wrong, if it was in the script. And though it's scripted, it's four million. Yeah. Which is wrong. Yeah. So it was, yeah. By the time it got to like 1982, because, you know, he opened in 77. Uh, after five years, he had six stores. And obviously he had a, you know, the catalog was doing really well. And it was making mm-hmm. six million a year in profit. So not just turnover six million. It was making six million a year. Um, and then he sold the company for a million. Um, yeah. And then... 
it's not like immediately after that, like a couple of years later, he throws himself off no. the Golden Gate Bridge. It takes like a full decade um, after. Well, and, and in the meantime, he has another business enterprise, My Child's Destiny, which goes bankrupt. Yes. Like that one st- fails. Yeah, he started it a couple of years later. Um, it yeah. lasted a couple of years and it ended up going bankrupt in 1986. And even then, he, you know, he's still... Then it's another half a decade. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. kill himself till after he gets divorced. Yeah, he got di- he got divorced in... In 1993. Yeah, yeah in 93. Uh, sorry, no, he got divorced in 92. And then right. roughly a year... Yeah, roughly a year later, 26th of August, 1993, he jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, and his body washed up a few days after he'd been seen on the bridge. Um, but Sean's version is so much <laughs> yeah. more persuasive to our yeah. whole conversation. You know, he 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 does he, like his wife. Apparently, you know, she speculated that he'd been suffering from depression for a few years yeah. after the failure of his you know second business. So, you know, he pre- basically this was a guy who'd been depressed for about six or seven years, and then mm-hmm. decided to commit suicide. And and so it's like um, I shouldn't say commit suicide. Sorry, that's that's not the correct phrase. Uh, he who then died by suicide. So, um, you know, it like it, I, I don't know. It's it's yeah. The version that that's, that's told by Sean, it's told like that for a reason though. Like, oh yeah, he sells his company. It's worth five hundred million. And the thing is, it's not even worth five hundred million when uh, Roy Raymond um, killed himself. It was worth a billion by the time he oh, killed right, himself. Oh, right, right. Yeah, so it was worth even more. Um, so, like, that would have been, like, the, in fact, it would have enhanced the story if he just said he sold it for a million and it was worth a billion. Like, those two things would have been even bigger. I don't know, what like, he, he, he kind of undercuts the story a little bit by kind of changing the figures a tiny bit. Um, I, I like the specificity, though, of 500 million, even the way he says it. It sounds... It almost sounds bigger than a billion. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it sounds more like a fact. And I a think, billion could be vague. Yeah, I th- well, there's there's this really weird thing where if you get like if you say what is something worth and you give like a something point something as an answer, people believe that more than if you round the number up because right. a rounded number feels fake. But you know, oh, this costs ninety nine you know dollars ninety nine cents sounds more real. It's like yeah, well you know why instead of a hundred dollars, it's like well that doesn't seem. Something's off there, but like just take a cent off and it it, it feels realer. Um, so yeah, the, and also this five hundred million. Uh, obviously on the posters it said uh, you don't get to five hundred million friends without making a few enemies. So I don't know if that's just a little shout out to the poster, like they were like <laughs> you know five hundred million. But uh, yeah, it's really weird that he kind of uh, like he he ups the amount he got and he he lowers the amount it was worth. Um, yeah. But obviously that is not the point of the story. We'll find out what the point of the story is in the next minute. Uh, but when he's telling, and I, I mean, Timberlake delivers it so perfectly. Like, oh, yeah. it's just, it's like, it, like Mark kind of basically leans in just as with each line, he's like, what, like, what is this story about? Like, where's it going? <laughs> like, like, all I said was that girl looks familiar to me and I'm getting this like, you know, minute long story about Victoria's secret for some yeah. reason. Um, and I just, I kind of like as well that he knows, like he knows the reason why Roy Raymond started the business as well. That's something he could never know. Like Roy Raymond was embarrassed. And so he started a business. <laughs> it's like, well, like to go and raise like $80,000 because you were embarrassed. Seems like a, a <laughs> bit of a far fetched, like, you, you know, like if it, I guess like it, it kind of like it, it was something that kind of within the, um, you know, within the kind of the story of the, the thing, it was something that apparently he had said in interviews himself. 
um, that, you know, he just wanted a place where he could go and get, you know, like lingerie without f- like feeling kind of under pressure or something. But it, it, like it just like it, it makes a nice story, but it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, it, it, <laughs> it feels really weird to be like, you know, I, I couldn't get my wife some nice like a nice bra. So I decided yeah. to go and raise eighty thousand dollars to start a business like well, um it- in terms of this whole scene, though, it plays... We can get to more in a couple episodes, but this is about Ray Raymond, Roy Raymond and his woman, right? And it's this mm-hmm. abstract third person. Then he gets to his thing about his girl who was with the lacrosse guy. And finally, it, he knows that's why Mark is doing this, because he read his blog. And so it comes down to this personal thing. He's like slowly zooming the story in so that in the end, the story is about Mark. Yeah, and it's it's a great scene setup, and I love this version of Sean Parker. I don't know if this is a story he actually told people often. Maybe it was, but it feels like a story in this scene. It feels like something he has told many times to many people. Yeah, I- like he has this story rehearsed and practiced. <laughs> he knows he's going to say it. He knows later he's going to come back and reference it again with the Golden Gate Bridge line. And it it's this version of Sean Parker is such a smug little like asshole who. <laughs> knows exactly what he's doing to get what he wants even though he's kind of a failure <laughs> yeah and I, he knows how to sell failure i think it's funny because obviously he doesn't bother to introduce brianna or kelsey to mark Mm-mm, like no. they just turn up and then kind of you know they go to the restroom they're props yeah but it, like it feels like maybe he said to them look i'm going out to this club tonight do you two want to come by you know like i'll i'll you know comp whatever's on the door i'll get you a couple of drinks like it feels like he's got them there for a very specific purpose and having yeah. them kind of just go away while he can tell this story also feels like something that he's probably done a dozen times to other vcs and he's probably brought them all to this club well, yeah. and um you know they went to the bathroom they're back in like less than a minute <laughs> yeah yeah by the time i don't think so not in a club this crowded n- no well i don't know because they're on the vop level so you don't know what the oh, you don't true, know what true. the situation is like there i mean you know behind the velvet rope i don't know how many people are <laughs> I, 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 maybe that's the reason why the the toilets downstairs are, are, have got queues is because the people upstairs are getting to you know use them one at a time they got their own yeah um but yeah i, I know i just love it it's it's like such a well-told story even if like the slight details aren't correct like i'm sure everybody who saw this film like straight afterwards was like who the hell was the guy who who like they probably couldn't remember his name because it's said so quickly but they remember the yeah, story. Yeah, they remember the story. They're like, who was the guy who set up Victoria's Secret? Did he re-? like, and I'm sure dozens of people were kind of checking it and making sure that, um, you know, th- that this was true. Uh, and it's notable that like on the Wikipedia page for Roy Raymond, um, the, the kind of the, the way he sets up Victoria's Secret is kind of, it's kind of written the same way as the story is. Um, uh-huh. uh, including the whole, you know, earned 500,000, opened up three more stores, like borrowed 40,000 from his in-laws. Like there's certain phrases that it feels like someone's just taking it straight from the script. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's such a, it's such a well-told story. Like it's so kind of like, oh yeah, like this makes sense. Like, you know. Well, a lot of that phrasing actually is in his, was in his obituary. I forget what newspaper I was looking at online, but it was specific phrasing that was in the obituary for him. So like his official bio. Yeah. And so he's, it's the same stuff that would have ended up in Wikipedia is ended up in 
Sean Parker. Yeah, I think it was uh, in the um, the New York Times. I think is where the obit was taken from, where they actually get his age wrong and they say he was forty-seven uh, when he was in fact forty-six <laughs> when he died. Um, but uh, yeah, it's I don't know. It's kind it's kind of crazy because like um, I you know certainly in recent years the uh, uh, Victoria's Secret has not been making as much money as it used to. <laughs> um, they've made some right. kind of very public PR missteps. Um, so I know it's kind of weird to look at this film 10 years ago, kind of praising, um, you know, Victoria's Secret as like this kind of, you know, ideal kind of thing of like, oh, this business sets up and then it's, you know, earns this and all this kind of, it's like, well, you know, (laughs) it's really these days, it's not seen as kind of being that good of a company and it's actually not doing as well as it used to do. So, um, even in context of the scene, it's a weird example because 2004, talking about an actual physical store in 19, like, what, 77, you said he started? Yeah. That's a very big different market from what they're trying to do. Yeah. That doesn't matter to the story. Uh, no, not really. Um, although it's worth, it's worth saying as well that, like, um, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, it was it, like a couple of years after, like, this scene is set. Um, uh, they they kind of started scaling back some of their retail stores and kind of concentrating more on uh, the catalog stuff. Um, and also, I think this was around the time that they make the deal. They made the deal for the um, the uh, what is it called? Like the the show that they do each year that gets broadcast on TV. Um, the the fashion show. Oh, I don't know what it's called, but yeah, I think it's just the Victoria's Secret fashion show. Um, at which they have the uh, the million dollar bra, I think it was something like that, where they have like a bra that's covered in I don't know diamonds or whatever, and, and one of the Victoria's Secrets uh, models gets to uh, wear it. Um, but I think it was kind of around <laughs> two thousand and four, five when they started showing it on um, uh, on like CBS or something, um, or ABC. I can't remember. like one of the networks basically carried it. And it started to kind of, you know, kind of make the brand a little bit more high profile. Um, so it's kind of interesting that if he's telling this story in 2004, uh, like literally like the next year, um, it became like a big like kind of month, like uh, annual event to have this kind of show. Um, uh, and and so it's, I don't know, it's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of weird because it, it feels like at the time Victoria's Secret wasn't quite in the mainstream yet. Uh, but obviously in 2010, it really was. So... Um, and obviously, with the fact that the song that's playing is from the future, uh, I guess um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess you know uh, Sean Parker can kind of see into the future as well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I love it's such a it's such a great kind of story as well. It's just like it, it, like the way it sets up stuff that pays off in a couple of minutes' time as well is so masterful. Like uh, it's one of those things that Aaron Sorkin just does so well. Of like this character needs to manipulate this other character, but they're doing it in such a subtle way that they're like you know. Mark's enjoying the story. He's he's puzzled, but he's still enjoying the story, and he's kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. where is this going? Uh, and we'll find out pretty quickly where it is going. But yeah, is there anything else that needs to be said about this minute? Uh no, that was that was it. I mean, it's it doesn't matter how true or not true the details are. Sean Parker sells. Yeah. Uh, well, then uh, oh, it's also worth saying that uh, obviously at this point in time, Justin Timberlake is thirty-eight, so he's only actually six years younger than the founder of Victoria's <laughs> Secret was when he died. Which is kind of crazy. Huh. Um, like, I don't know. I don't think of Justin Timberlake as being 38. Um, I, you know, I still think of him as being uh, somebody wearing a pack of ramen noodles on his head. 
Um, so it's kind. Of, How old was Sean Parker at the time? Uh, he was I think right? yeah, I think he was like tw- well, he was certainly younger than Timberlake because Timberlake is playing the role. Both Timberlake and Eisenberg are playing the role a lot younger than uh, the characters. So I think. Um, Seventy nine. Yeah, so he would have been twenty five, um, and then yeah. Mark Zuckerberg, I think, was ex- was twenty around this time. Um, so not able to drink the drinks that get brought to the table, but obviously they're in the VIP section, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably my favourite thing uh, in the next couple of scenes. Um, so, well, then let's go to the Tuesday question, which is, when did you join Facebook? I actually looked this up last night. Um, August 21st, 2007. It's actually in a few days from when we're recording. That is crazy because obviously... 12 years. Uh, Roy Raymond um, uh, died on the 26th of August... 1993 huh. uh yeah so there you go you're what day is this what day is this episode going up is that <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately i did you built the whole show around i did unfortunately suicide. i did i did not time i did not time this episode to go up on the anniversary of his death uh you know uh, <laughs> i i could not i could not make things uh that well timed but yeah so well i mean 2007 then quite early quite early on um i mean obviously it was open to the public late 2006 the end of- so yeah, but still within the and the first thing I did on my account was August twenty first. That's when I set my name and got my first friend, which was my oldest sister. What is what's really <laughs> weird is um, to start off with, everybody just had a string of numbers as their URL, and then there was a there was a day yeah. where you could claim your name. And yep. I, I remember that being a, a big thing because I'm literally only one of four people with my name in the world. So I was like, I am getting that name. <laughs> I'm I'm. Ha- well, I, that's that's where it comes in handy that I have two middle initials because everywhere online I can just use my name, Robert E. G. Black. Yeah. So Facebook, Robert E. G. Black, Twitter. E. G. Black. <laughs> it's easy to easy to get. Yeah, because it's unique. Well, I, I also have I also have the Twitter as well with my name. So um, and I have the Gmail with my name. So uh, suck mm-hmm. it, other three people with my name because you've got to have <laughs> I don't know you got to put your middle initials in or have the number one after your name or something. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, then let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Robert? Uh, today, I wanted to plug uh, Dave Made a Minute, which was a podcast where I made a bunch of Movies by Minutes podcasters watch random minutes of a movie they didn't know. And most of them hadn't seen. <laughs> and they had to try to figure out what was going on. <laughs> and it turned out to be way more entertaining than I could have hoped. Yes, there were some people who did my first podcast, A Talking Cast, having not seen anything other than the minute that they watched. Um, and that's a film about a talking cat, so you can <laughs> imagine how crazy that got. Uh, yes, recently the director of that film has married and is going to be having a, a baby. So, congratulations to Bill uh, on on both of those events. Um, although by the time he hears this, it'll be like I don't know a month after he's been married, so uh, <laughs> maybe a little bit late for the congratulations. And you can find us on MySpace at myspace.com slash the social minute or on Twitter at social underscore minute or on Facebook at social minute podcast. Uh, thanks for being my guest here today, Robert. Thank you for having me. And otherwise, I'll see you tomorrow.